0: This is episode 2 of lesson 3. Canada sits on 170 billion barrels of crude oil, a fourth, pla- fourth place in the world, and the country ex- exports 2.671 million barrels of oil per day, most of which goes to the United States. And Venezuela, which exports oil to China, but mostly to the United States, sits on one of the world's two largest certain oil reserves the other being Saudi Arabia's, i.e. about 300 billion barrels of oil for each of the two nations. But Venezuela is only in place 11 in the world when it comes to crude oil production. They export 1.514 million barrels of oil per day. China can buy just under half of the oil exports that the United States creams out of Venezuela. It is only because of Venezuela's geographic location and nothing else that China does not have a larger portion of the pie. The United States imports a total of 7.850 million barrels of oil per day. That means that they have to import more than half of these 7.850 million barrels of oil from the Middle East mainly. This would mean that their civilization can survive unaffected for more than 40 years by importing oil from just Saudi Arabia, Iraq, Canada and Venezuela plus the US own oil production, as long as production and the pie allotment remain constant as in 2016. But then they would have no allies in Europe to take into account and they must consider at least one European partner, Britain. The oil deposits at the Golan Heights are estimated to exceed Saudi Arabia's oil reserves. The CIA World Factbook 2018-2019 doesn't mention any evidence of major oil deposits in Israel, but this was expected at this stage, regardless of whether there are any significant oil deposits in the ground at the Golan Heights or not. They do not like lying, but it is actually not proven beyond doubt that there are oil in large quantities at the Golan Heights. It could be an equally unsuccessful project and money as with the supposed gas in Zillian in Sweden three decades ago. The European civilization may have only 20 years of its lifetime left, if we do not pump up our military muscles. The United States military force is an expeditionary one and will not be able to measure up to Europe's total defense forces, at least not on the ground and at least not without a safe haven and deployment site and not without safe bases. But the Americans have no interest in occupying Northwestern Europe. If the United States together with Britain are hogging the oil and running over or ignoring most European countries in the process then England will be left to pick up the bill. It will end with an unintentionally neutering of Great Britain by the United States just as they they were neutered by the Romans during the former migration period. We do not behave like that. We sit on the best magnetic iron ore in the world. But we would never be so stupid that we thought we could become isolationistic while the rest of Europe or the world falls back into the, into the middle ages. In that case we would have to count on a war against an overwhelming opponent. Though in our case a war against us by the Europeans had not been needed. We would have been goners logistically and material wise anyway. America's and Europe's civilizations go under together with or without a great war. But good luck trying to get Trump to understand that. Russia's oil reserves are estimated to be 80 billion barrels in 2017. It will be enough for 20 years if Russia is forced to supply Europe and China with the oil they are used to consuming throughout this time. Today, Russia exports 50% of its oil production. Azerbaijan's oil will last for 23 years. With its current production rate, which is relatively low, Norway's oil reserves were one sixth of the United States in 2017. The Norwegians produced 1,648,000 barrels of oil per 1,648,000 barrels of oil per day in 2016. They retained 253,000 of these barrels of oil for their own use in 2016. Export is at approximately 80% of the total production. Norway is able to produce oil for a further 10 years with the current production rate. Sweden imported 394,000 barrels of oil per day in 2016. 45% of the crude oil came from Russia, 26% came from Norway, Nigeria accounted for 10%, Venezuela for 7%, and Denmark accounted for 13 percent in 2016. Sources CIA World Factbook and the part about Sweden's oil imports from the blog Cornucopia Question mark by Lars Wildering The world's oil reserves of 1 trillion barrels of oil in 2017 are sufficient for the whole world. For maybe 18 years from 2019. However, there are uncertainties in these estimates. New oil fields are discovered on a regular basis, and since 1999, we have declared peak oil every year. Also, the Ugandan oil deposits probably wrecks my estimation a bit. But the Southeast Asian countries' economies are growing fast. But it is more complicated than so. There are actually 161 different internationally traded crude oils on the stock market. It can seem insanely many since you as a consumer only have a few different options to choose from when you refuel your gasoline car. The crude oils all differ in terms of quality and price. Many grades of crude oil are suitable for production of plastics, diesel and fuel oil only. The Norwegian and British oil in the North Sea has been dubbed Brent Oil. Brent Oil is, a, is characterized by its high quality and it is suitable for making gasoline from. West Texas Intermediate (WTI), also known as Texas Light Sweet is also a type of high quality crude oil suitable for making gasoline from and it is used by, as a benchmark in oil pricing alongside Brent. Both crude oils are light, low density, and sweet, low in sulphur. Other important oil markers include Dubai crude and OPIC reference basket. Phosphates Phosphates are used for manure and it is spread around across farmlands around the world to achieve significantly larger harvests. Estimates of phosphate production are sometimes difficult to understand because the phosphates are mined in different forms. The dominant form is phosphate rock, a mineral that is usually mined in open pits. Two thirds of the world's production are mined in China, the United States and Morocco Western Sahara. Morocco and the by Morocco occupied Western Sahara account for 30% of the export market. US Phosphate reserves will last for 30 years for US use only. The United States does not export phosphate ore; neither does China. The world's phosphate reserves are estimated to be around 15 billion tons, which is sufficient for the worldwide consumption for 90 years with current technology, according to the U.S. Geological Survey. Phosphate production in the world will not come to a critical level, to, to a critical low level, before the world's oil reserves peter out. Thus, phosphate production in Morocco Western Sahara is strategically secondary. This did not prevent the United States from making a bilateral trade deal with Morocco during 2006. The European Union didn't jump on the train until two years later. Homework. Can you think of a reason why George W. Bush and the United States made a bilateral trade deal with Morocco during 2006? Thank you and don't forget to look up my webpage, thestrategistcabo.com, where you can read this in uh, text form. Thank you and see you later, alligator.